Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free Posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. This is the Portrait System Podcast, a show that helps portrait photographers and people hoping to become one navigate the world of photography, business, money, and so much more. We totally keep it real. We share stories about the incredible ups and the very difficult downs when running a photography business. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and the point of this podcast is for you to learn actionable steps that you can take to grow your own business and also to feel inspired and empowered by the stories you hear. Hey everyone, today's episode is from the 12-week startup that is currently happening over at SueBriceEducation.com. Every Tuesday, I go live with a special guest and we record it for you as a bonus episode for you to listen to. If you want to be part of the question and answer live session that we do, head over to SueBriceEducation.com slash live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. You can join in on the support that we have going on over there to help photographers to take their business to the next level. Also, if you're not part of the 12-week startup yet and you want to access all of the weekly life-changing content that Sue has created for you, head over to SueBriceEducation.com and you can sign up there. Just a quick heads up that you'll be hearing me refer to images and that we're looking at images. So obviously you won't be able to see those photos. However, if you want to see all of the images that we refer to, make sure to log in to SueBriceEducation.com where you can watch the whole thing because we actually recorded this live and did it on video through Zoom with our guest speakers. If you're not a member of Subrice Education, head over to subriceeducation.com where you can sign up to become a member. Okay, let's get started. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. Thank you for switching up the time today. I know it's a little bit different than usual, but we have lots of big stuff to do today because Sue will be announcing the awards winners for... The Portrait Masters this round. So, so, so excited to see all of the top 20 images from each category. And we just needed some time to switch over. So she'll be coming on at noon. But all right, let's see. Where are you guys all from today? Chicago, UK, Canada, New Jersey. I'm in Michigan. Hi, OJ. Hi, Kat. Hi, Linda. Hi, Ella. My Ella, my extraordinarily amazing team member Ella is in the chat. Let's see more. Atlanta. Oh, Washington. I know it's so smoky. I'm so sorry, Tiffany. My husband's in Seattle right now. He's really struggling with the smoke. It's so crazy. Ashley, hi. Canton, Michigan. Jennifer, I lived half my life, well, half my childhood in Canton and half my childhood in Plymouth, California. Austin. I lived in Austin too. Yay. Arizona, Idaho, Finland. London. Oh my gosh. I wasn't sure if the other side of the world would be joining us. I think it's like 345 or something like that in Australia. Sorry, yes. Sorry, Aussies and Kiwis. Vermont, Kentucky, Dallas, Netherlands. Wow. Lots of spots. All right. So we are going to get started so that we can finish in time for the awards announcements with Sue. And welcome to week four of the 12-week startup. This week is sales. And I feel like this is the week that people seem to have the most pain points around. 
I feel like selling is just something that can be so daunting and and we just have this like fear around it for some reason. And I know when I first started out, it was especially thinking about doing in-person sales, I was like paralyzed. I just didn't think I could do it. It was so much easier for me to just send a digital gallery and not have to even talk to them about what they wanted to purchase. But in the end, it was not sustainable for me to do it that way. My sales average, as soon as I started doing things in person, even if it was in person online with Skype or Zoom, my sales average went up a lot. And once I did it the first time, it was like, what was I, why was I so afraid? Like, what was, why was I letting this, you know, stop me? And it's so funny because Sue talks about that sometimes, how fear is really just the unknown. It's just you haven't done it yet. So it's so much scarier. But when you actually do it and learn how to do it, you realize it's not as scary as you think. So really, selling can be a direct reflection of our own self-worth, our own value around our craft and valuing our time. And so if you're someone who's thinking like, okay, I feel like my work is really good. Or maybe you look at my work and, and I know I'm not the best photographer in the world. I think I'm a good photographer, but I don't think I'm like, you know, the best in the world or anything, but I have a really great sales average. For my headshot sales average, I'm at 1,800. For my portraits, I'm at 2,100. Like if you would have told me that that was gonna be my average however long ago, you know, years ago when I first started, I probably would have laughed at you. But in the end, if you are someone out there who is wondering why am I not selling at these high average, it's so important to take a look at your own self-value. I had to do that work. Like it didn't come overnight. It wasn't necessarily easy, but I had to really like look deep and figure out, okay, am I truly valuing what I do? And 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 if you're someone who follows Sue and just like watches her self-value videos and what she teaches, that was something that she struggled with, just valuing herself as a person. She was able to sell everyone else's work, but she, you know, to sell her own work was really hard for her. But in the end, once you work through that, oh my gosh, you guys, it can be just absolutely life-changing. I know it has been for me. I know it has been for our two guests, Jasmine and Rachel, who are going to be talking with you about their whole sales experience. But in the end, you have to know how to sell if you're going to have a profitable, sustainable business. And and when it comes to like, okay, what should I be charging? You know, obviously, if you're just starting out, you might not feel comfortable being at those, you know, top industry standard pricing. But if you're going to have a sustainable business, you know, doing in-person sales, if you can get up to starting at $1,200 for print packages and $900 for digital packages, you're going to be in really good shape. And sometimes like people don't feel comfortable, obviously, right away charging that. And there are ways to get around that. There is a video called Your First Package Price that is something that if you haven't watched that yet on the website, in addition to the sales videos for week four, I highly recommend that one. And and something that is so important is to not like give discounts. It's not like, oh, 50% off or, you know, I'm having a big sale. People don't understand the value in that. So if you're nervous to start your packages at $1,200, what you could say is it's $1,200, but I'm going to give you a gift voucher for $300 or $400 or $100 or $500, whatever makes you comfortable so that they can see, yes, those packages are normally $1,200, but man, she just gave me like a $500 gift vouchers. Like that's incredible. So it's all about not saying discount, not saying free, not saying cheap, but, but having them feel like, wow, this value is incredible. Like I just got this $500 gift voucher, but they also know that 
if they ever come back again, this is what you know my pricing is going to be. So it's just a way to help you feel better and also let them really, truly understand that you're giving them something really, really great and really valuable. So when Sue and I were kind of prepping for today and just pointers that she wanted me to really hone in on with you guys, one of the things is there's a difference between having digital packages and shoot and burn. So shoot and burn is you send a gallery and you don't really have any sort of live interaction with the person. You just send it off, maybe with like proof written across it or something, and then you wait and you hope that they buy something. When you have that relationship built with your clients and it starts right from the consultation, actually the first contact that you have with them you are starting the selling process. And if you watch the videos, the consultation, networking, the consultation, the shoot, the reveal, asking for the referral, all of that is laid out for you in in week four in all of the videos. So that sales is happening across the board. Okay, so when you have that relationship built with someone, doing that in-person selling is one more personal contact that you have with someone and you're helping guide them through the whole thing. It just makes all the difference when you are personally interacting with them during the sales session, the reveal. It doesn't have to be print if you're not at that point where you you want to, you know, spend money on prints, that's okay. And especially with like the time that we're at right now in the in the world, doing online is totally fine. Sue has the Zoom consultation video that she did for you and make sure you download that free download. I'm using the word free, but you know what I mean. It's on the website and it walks you through doing a Zoom consultation. That is a really, really great tool. It lays out how to do the consultation and start the pre-selling. Okay, so again, there's a difference between shoot and burn where you send it off and you never talk to them again and then they tell you, you know, whatever, and actually doing it in person. Okay, another thing is that selling is way easier when you love what you're selling. So if you can find the genre that you love to photograph, it can change everything. Like Sue's big thing was Girls Day Out. That was the thing that she loved to sell. She loved to shoot it. She loved everything about it. So it was easier for her to sell. Me personally, I love doing personal branding. I have seen how headshots and and just like personal branding photos has elevated someone's business. I could sell personal branding all day long. And that has become my bread and butter because I enjoy it so much. And I love, love, love. Some people love wall art. It's like so dreamy to them to see, you know, their work and just prints. And so they can sell that easily. It's so important to find what you love so that you can sell it. If you're trying to sell newborn shoots and you do not enjoy doing newborns, you're not going to be as successful at it. So really take a look at what it is that you truly, truly want to sell. Okay, so we are going to get ready to have our first guest on, Miss Jasmine Newton. I actually did a a podcast recording with her, but it's not out yet. So you'll be able to hear her entire story. It's a really good one. She's a lot of fun. So I'm so excited to have her here with me today. And then once her, her portrait system episode comes out, I will definitely let you know so that you can hear you know, her, her whole journey. So Jasmine. Hey, Nikki, how are you? Hi, I'm so good. Welcome to Sue Bryce Education, week four of the 12-week startup. How are you today? I'm good. I'm having a blast. Yeah, good. I'm so glad. Okay, so tell me, I mean, I know a lot of your story and your journey just because I interviewed you for the for the podcast, but for people out there who don't know you or anything about you, what was it like for you when you first 
started selling as a photographer when you when you realized you needed to up your prices to make this work? Hard, scary. <laughs> I I had to believe it first. And that was a lot of value work that I had to do within myself because I was going off of what you know, my jobs that I had always told me that I was worth. I was always going off of that. Mm -hmm. And so when you get so used to people paying you a certain amount of dollars an hour, you, I think subconsciously start feeling like that's what's normal. That's what you're worth. And if you, if you want more than that, then, you know, there has to be some sort of validation that happens, Mm -hmm. but I really had to do, instead of seeking validation from other people outside of me, I had to seek that validation within, which took a lot of value work on the inside. Yeah. And then when it came to, you know, worrying about how people may have thought about the pricing, yeah, that was a little <laughs> scary. That was a little scary. But once I started saying, okay, this is what I'm worth. This is what I'm putting into it. This is the value that I'm giving. It wasn't hard for me to see that those prices that I was setting was exactly where I needed to be. But also not seeing the people as dollar signs mm, and seeing them as mm-hmm. people that you're wanting to serve. I think that was a big change for me. Yeah, I love that. I love that you just said that. One thing that, you know, it, it's important to not look for necessarily wealthy people, but to look for people who value photography and, and look at them as someone you're going to service and and provide this great product to as opposed to looking at them as dollar signs. I love, love, love that you just said that. So what, what is your sales process? Like, do you do in-person selling? Do you do it online? What is your whole process? It's definitely in person. I'm a person that likes to talk face to face. So this whole COVID-19 doing all the Zooms and stuff. Ah, okay. I think, I think we might have lost Jasmine there for a second. So we are going to, I'll let you know when she comes back. That's like the joy of recording live online on Zoom. Someone did ask the question of how do you handle when clients come from out of town? And this is actually very familiar to me because I've got my studio in Michigan. I've got my studio in Seattle. And then I've had a lot of clients who've come to me from just different states and flown in and, and you know, book shoots that way. So really what I do is similar to I'm sure what people are doing now with online viewing. They come for the photo shoot. And then two weeks later, we meet online. I send them a link to a Zoom you know, meeting. And then from there, I show them a, an Animoto slideshow set to beautiful music. And, and this is what I do for all of my clients, not just for my out-of-town clients. But I do specify to my out-of-town clients that we will be doing their viewing online. And then I bring up Lightroom and we go through each photo one at a time and they say yes, no, or maybe. And I mark it green, yellow, or red for yes, no, or maybe. And that's how they narrow down their photos that way. So it works out really great. It's super easy. And once you do it once, again, you'll see that it's not as scary as, as you would think. Okay, it looks like Jasmine's back. So I'm going to have her answer that question about what is your sales process and how do you how do you do that? So definitely being in person is something that I love. I actually like being around people. I feel the whole Zoom thing has been something where I'm just like, oh, no, I want to be in front of you. <laughs> but I usually speak with them. I get an inquiry from them from the website and I'll speak with them over the phone. And that's how I get them booked in. And then we'll have their design session. And it's up to them if we do their design session right now over Zoom or if they want me to come to their house and help them go through clothes or if they need me to help them shop, I'll even go to the mall with them and help them shop. So it's really up to them where they, you know, what type of design session they want to have. Then after that, of course, there's a photo shoot. 
and then we have the reveal. And right now the reveals are usually happening over Zoom. And sometimes they want me to come in person and I'll do that too. Yeah. I love that you actually go shopping with them if they want. If they want, yes. Like that's providing a really great service. That I think that's one of the things that is is really hard for people. I know personally when I'm doing my own, my own photos for my kids trying to figure out what to wear and what am I going to wear. So to offer that is really, really great. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time I get people who are saying, listen, I, I need a lot of help. I need a lot of handholding. Mm-hmm. I need someone that's going to make this easy. And so there's different things that I do. And even if they don't want me to go shopping with them, by the way, if we do go shopping, I'll usually treat them to a meal at the food court and we'll nice. do like a four hour thing. It doesn't have to be at the food court. It can be anywhere, but I'll treat them to a meal. But if they don't want to do the shopping, I'll still provide them like an Amazon list of outfits if they need help with outfits and, and they're not outfits that they already have. So I'll give them like store recommendations and a whole Amazon list of things to buy. That's awesome. And and again, what that does is that is building that relationship. Mm-hmm. So when it comes time for that sales session, they feel like, wow, like Jasmine has truly, you know, provided me an amazing service and look at my beautiful photos. So it's like all of that combined. I mean, I feel like it just makes it makes it so just an overall incredible experience And how can people say no when they see the photos? Exactly. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, totally. And not everyone wants to do the the extras like that. I mean, I think we all have our own, mm-hmm. you know, level of, of how much time we want to spend with clients. Like some people, their photo shoots are like eight hours long. And I'm more of a like mm-hmm. three hours max, you know, the hair and makeup, and then an hour, you know, 60 to 90 minutes of a shoot. And then I'm like, I'm done and I need a break. Everyone has their own comfort with how they are going to provide service. Mm -hmm. But in the end, you have to feel confident about what you do and make your clients feel confident and feel special and feel beautiful and just feel like it's something that they walked away feeling like this is, this was an incredible, incredible photo shoot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And sometimes people need, you know, I gauge basically at the the phone call that we have when they're looking to see if they want to book me and also at the design session I kind of gauge how much help they need and I ask them you know do you want to do all of this or do you feel like you need this I literally before we started talking had a consultation I asked her do you feel like you need a try-on session and a try-on session is awesome like a almost like a dress rehearsal for the photo shoot and you know she wasn't sure and I said well the good thing is I can take your clothes after the try-on session and all you have to worry about is bringing yourself and I'll make sure the clothes are steamed and ready for you. And she's like, yeah, let's do the try-on session. You know, when I tell them all the benefits, they're happy. And and by the end of it all, it's just like, not only is it, it, it feels like the pictures is like the cherry on top of everything that I've already done. Right. Totally. Totally. And, you know, I think it's important to ask yourself, like, can you receive money for this even exchange of service without guilt and shame. And if you're still experiencing this like guilty feeling or shameful feeling when you are, you know, doing the sales session or even saying your pricing, it's so important to figure out how to work through that. And one thing that you could do as you're working through through that sort of self-value is plump up that service, offer like the shopping experience, send them links on Amazon, like you said, 
you know, all of those things, if that makes you feel like your prices are then worth it by adding in those extras, then do that. And then eventually when, you know, you never know, it might get to the point where you don't feel like you have to do all of the extras. Like I know when I first, when I was first doing shoots, I had like, like strawberries and cheese and like, you know, what do you like to drink and blah, blah, blah. And the only people who were really eating it was me and my assistant. So I'm like, okay, I don't do that at all. Now it's so true. (laughs) Yeah. So now I just do water and coffee. But at the time I was like, I need to plump up my services because I was still feeling like Mm -hmm. still, I still had that like guilt and shame around charging what I was charging. But once I finally saw, like, these clients are so happy with what I'm doing. They are paying me. They're paying me $1,200. They're paying me $1,800. And they're just handing me their credit card. And I'm like, why am I feeling guilty when they're choosing to pay me? Exactly. So I feel like it's all a process. And we are all at different stages at different times. And, you know, and, and I wonder, Jasmine, do you ever kind of like fall back into that feeling of guilt and shame again? Or are you, are you pretty good now? Whenever I have to think about, okay, do I need to raise my prices? Like that's the, that's the time where I start, that feeling starts to creep up again. But there's a gauge that I have where it's just like, you know, when it comes to my pricing, when I, when I've sat with a certain level of pricing and I start feeling like, okay, I need a little more for all this work that I'm doing. Then I know it's probably time to start thinking about going Mm -hmm. up in the pricing. But when it's to the point where, I maybe beef it up and I don't feel like I I start to feel that guilt behind it. Then I know I can, okay, what can I add to the service to get that value where I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm giving and receiving at, at equal value. Right. Once I have figured out, you know, basically gone through my, my costs and expenses and figured out what it is that I'm giving them. I feel good about everything I'm doing. I'm like, no, you, you, and I tell people like when, when I speak with my clients and kind of go over the expectations of, you know, when they can call me, when they can't, you know, they, they ask questions. Is it okay if I send you pictures of my outfits? Is it okay if I ask you this? And I'm like, listen, you literally paid me to bother me. It's fine. As long as you're not calling me after six, when I'm trying to spend time with family, yeah. we're fine. And they feel good. I feel good. And I don't feel like I'm having to jump outside of my boundaries to give them all this value. The expectations are set and everybody's happy. Okay. So that's what I was going to ask. Someone kind of, a couple people asked sort of about boundaries. Like what if someone, you know, it ends up being like this four hour shopping experience and turns into an eight hour shopping experience. Or do you set the boundaries around that? Like, listen, we're not going to go shopping until you book and pay the session fee. Like what are the boundaries around that? Well, for me, I'm already planning to be there for five hours. It's four hours, but I'm adding an extra an hour onto it just in case. Okay. But they know that it's four hours. It's a conversation that we have. You get four hours and and that's what it is. And 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 it's covered in their session fee. Now, if they wanted anything extra, there is something that is something we can talk about and we can talk about the extra cost of that outside of what I'm already saying that they get with their session fee. But it's it's just I think it's just having that honest conversation. And it doesn't have to be a hard conversation like, okay, just so you know, I'm only going to spend four hours with you. It's just simply (laughs) telling them, hey, uh, if we're going to go out to the mall, that's great. This is where we're going to go. This is the time we're going to meet. And you have me from 10 to 2. You have me from from that time. And then they stick with that time. And when it gets to two and they go, oh, I just have, okay, well, I can stick with you for another 30 minutes. And they're like, oh, are you sure? 
Mind you, I already planned for an extra hour anyway. So yeah, I'm, you know, they're, they're happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you mind sharing your sales average and what you shoot most of? I shoot mostly uh, headshots. People come to me usually needing branding headshots. Mm-hmm. And my sales average is around 2000. So um, awesome. I'm trying to I'm trying to push it to 25. I'm, I'm getting there. So I'm seeing a lot more of that. Usually people when they're picking their photos, they're they're kind of stuck between 12 and 17 photos. That's usually the sweet spot for me. And that's right at my middle package, which is exactly where I want to be. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and what about your session fee? What is included in it? And what do you charge for your session fee? My session fee is 750. And basically what's included is I feel like I'm about to go through the spiel that I usually go through with clients. (laughs) Go for it. Basically what's included is their design session where we plan their photo shoot from top to bottom, hair and makeup, um, the optional try-on session, their photo shoot, their reveal, and $400 towards their image purchase. Oh, perfect. Okay. So some of that is included with the package. Yes. And do you do, you do the three, you said small, middle, and large packages? Yes. Yeah. Cool. So, you know, Sue and I were talking yesterday and she's like, sometimes people will say like, do you do the sales session or do you price things Sue's way or Sue's model? And, sh- and Sue's like, you know, this is what I've been doing forever, but this model has been around forever. Small, medium, large package with the session fee. It's nothing that's like overly complicated. It doesn't need to be crazy. It just needs to be that the biggest package needs to be the one that is plumped up the most. So mm-hmm. how do you necessarily, like, how do you plump up your bigger package or do you? Plump up my bigger package. Well, that's the one with the with the wall portrait mm-hmm. included, and you know the full box, of course. And I mean that's that's what's in it. I, I feel like I do so much plumping in the service aspect. Uh huh. Uh huh. That, like I said, the the photos are the cherry on top. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. I'm I'm a little bit less like I don't like to spend quite as much time, but I plump mine up with digitals basically. So if you buy Mm -hmm. my top package of 20 photos, you also get the black and white digitals and you also get the slideshow. So I'm kind of adding in more of the like technical as as far as, you know, as opposed to the service, but there is such value Mm -hmm. in each, in each thing, in each way that Mm -hmm. you do it. And it's just figuring out what's most comfortable for you. And who knows, like a year from now, you might be like, I'm tired of shopping with people. Or maybe at that point you have an assistant who does the shopping for you. You know, I feel like it's all like an evolution mm-hmm. based on what works for you. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And then I, I like the fact that it's really just an option. I mean, you'd be surprised. It's not, I can count on one hand how many people have actually wanted to go to the mall. And I actually like it because it feels like kind of a girl's day out. Yeah. But sometimes, most of the time, they really just, they feel like they just got enough help if we just go over Zoom or before COVID, it was just kind of meeting and just talking. And some people usually want me to come to their house and help me go through their closet. And those are the most fun, like being in someone's closet with all their pants and shirts slung over my shoulder, <laughs> going through their shoes as the best time. Yeah. So all it. three, all, all three services, it's not a one size fits all thing. It just depends on the woman or the man sometimes and how much help they feel they need. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever get people, someone asked who say, I just want one headshot? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I do too. I get that a lot. I get that a lot. 
Yes. And I go, great. It's 400 bucks. <laughs> it's already covered in your session fee. So if you just need one, then you'll have one. It's already covered. And, and they go, um, well, I don't think I, sometimes they'll even say, I don't think I need all of that stuff. And I say, well, you don't have to have, if you don't want the hair and makeup, you don't have to have the hair and makeup. If you don't want the, the try on session and the Amazon list, you don't have to have all of that if you don't need it, but we're still going to go through this process of getting you ready. Um, and sometimes, you know, they'll go, I don't need all the outfits. But then when we go through the planning process, they'll go from, oh, I just need like one outfit or two outfits. They'll go, well, you know, I was thinking about having my son in the photo shoot. So can we enter him? And does it cost extra? No, you have five outfits. Make them, you know, do a family one for one of the five outfits. And they love that. They're like, oh my God, I can do that. I can cover so many things. Yep. That's such a good way to upsell photos is when they add in the exactly what you just said, when they add in a family member or a partner or someone, because in the end, now it's not just photos of just them. Of course, they're going to want, that's the whole reason they came, some of those headshots for just them. But then, of course, they're going to purchase the family ones as well. So now you know you're bumping up packages. And that's similar to how, how I am when someone's like, oh, I just want one or two. And I say my smallest package for personal branding is five photos. And, you know, here's why you need more than just one. And also, like you said, you could bring someone with you. We could turn it into, you know, a family session as well or whatever. And and sometimes people will say, no, I just I just want the one thank you anyways. And I'm like, I'm here when you're ready. If you change your mind, you know, but, but nine times out of 10, actually more than 95% of the time, I would say I can talk them into the, at least, well, they, they think they're going to get the five photo package. And they, it's very rare that someone just gets the smallest package. It's usually always the medium or large when, right. you know, you could have just like turned that person away and been like, nope, my smallest package is five or Oh, sorry. It's seven fifty or nothing. You know, it's it's. There's always a way to talk to people and really listen to them, and understand their needs, and then present them with with options for sure. And a lot of times they're thinking that it may make it cheaper mm-hmm. if they do the one photo or they do the one outfit, or maybe we forego the hair and makeup. But once I let them know, okay, it's still the same session fee. Then I go, okay, well, I might as well take advantage of all the stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) Totally. That's such a good point that they think it's just going to be cheaper. And I think that's where people are like, well, what if I I just want the digitals? Mm -hmm. If, you know, if it's like, if you're showing them packages with prints, it's like, okay, well, you don't have to take the prints, but it doesn't change the price. You may as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, someone asked if the session fee, someone in the chat asked, should the session fee include money towards image purchase? And I feel like this is, it can go either way. Like you include purchase towards images and I don't. Mine's just straight up, you know, $269 and that includes hair, which I totally need to raise that. I've been saying that for like two years now. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> but so it includes hair and makeup, your photo shoot time and four outfits. And then I always squeeze in five or six because I'm a super quick shooter. And then that means they're likely going to buy more because there's more variety and they want at least one in each outfit. And so... Well, for me, the reason why I included the image purchase is because early on I was doing the lower session fee, mm-hmm. but I don't have my own studio. So I've always had to spend a lot of time renting other places out. Or And then, of course, when you add in possibly getting props, there were times where I would run out of funds from the lower session fee, especially when it came to making sure the stylist was paid and all of that. So I increase the session fee to make sure I have enough money 
to fund having the photo shoot, renting the place out, paying the stylist, getting the props, making sure there's water, all of that. And so I was just like, okay, well, the the image will be included. It will it will be already paid for, and that way I still have that money. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, okay, we have to let you go. As, even though I could talk with you all day, and <laughs> and and people do have your podcast to look forward to coming up too. But if people are looking for you online, Jasmine, where can they find you? Javon Renee Portraits everywhere. JavonReneePortraits.com, Javon Renee Portraits on Facebook, on Instagram, and it's spelled J-A-V as in Victor O-N, Renee, R-E-N-E-E, Portraits. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks Thank you for, for being on me. with us today. <laughs> I enjoyed it. All right. Awesome. Have a good day. You too. Sweet. Okay, so next up we have Rachel Solier. And I should have, gosh, I should double check. She got married since I, I should make sure that's how you say your last name now, Rachel. I know that I actually mentored Rachel years ago. I think it was like five, was it like five years ago, I think? Something like that. And just to see how far you've come is just absolutely incredible. And I'm so proud of you. So Rachel is based out of Windsor, Canada. And Welcome. Welcome to week four of the 12 Week Startup. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was the end of 2016 that I did my mentoring session with you. And I can't believe how much has changed since we had that conversation. I know. It's wild. Did I say your last name right? I say it the English way, which is Sulier, but I'm sure oh, I'm okay. butchering it because it's French. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was like. Oh, Sulier. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit, Rachel, about your selling journey. What was it like for you when you first started out? Absolutely. So I had been doing photography for a little bit before I found Sue Bryce Education. So I will say the lowest I ever sold photos at was $45. $45. (laughs) Yeah. It's not uncommon. Yeah. I, I can't believe it when I say it, but yeah. So I um, quit my full-time job at the end of 2015. I spent a year doing blogging photography. That was my specialization. And I realized that I wasn't doing business in a sustainable way. I really wanted to make a go at this and make this my career. I I was very serious about doing it. So I hired Nikki as a mentor and I said, I'm going to do this like personal branding. I'm going to do the portraits. I want to start doing in-person sales. And I think just sitting down with Nikki and having her say, your work is good and you're good enough to sell really gave me a huge boost. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're out there wondering if your work is good enough to sell, honestly, post 20 of your, of your photos in the Facebook group. Like you don't have to hire me or hire someone to do it. Like we have the, the SBE members, members only Facebook group where you can, but don't just put one photo or two photos and then, you know, ask us if you're professional standard or not. Give us 20 solid photos posted in the Facebook group. Not don't link your website or anything. Literally just upload the images and we can jump in and say, yes, you're ready or no, you're not ready. So that's just a side note. If you're out there wondering, you know, if that's, if that's the case, but yeah. Okay. I remember that. And I remember you were saying, you said something like for this blogging client, I think you were charging her like $150 a month for a ton of photos. Wasn't it something like that? Yeah, it was a hundred dollars for four outfits and it worked out. So it was like basically like $25 a shoot, which, you know, like I, I believe it gave me a good foundation. I was a strong photographer by that point, but I really was ready to actually make money in my business. Yeah. So, so tell me where you're at now with selling. 
Yeah. So I specialize in personal branding. That's my jam. I feel like I, you know, my business changed my life. So it's easy for me to speak to that with other people. My sales average is $2,083. Um, my session fee is $4.95 and I find selling really comfortable now. That is awesome. Oh my gosh. I'm so proud of you. You've made so, so much progress. And then do you have like different packages and then for your sales process, are you doing it, you know, online in person? What does that look like for you? Yeah. So I definitely in person or like face-to-face. So I would count Zoom as being face-to-face as much as possible. I think as like a side tip for anyone out there wondering about the value of doing things face-to-face, I just feel like getting to study people's expressions and how they are naturally Mm -hmm. so valuable as a photographer. Yeah. So my smallest package is $900 and each of my packages include um, not just headshot images or personal branding, but also I do style detail photos. So maybe they want photos for their website of their business card or their hands typing on a laptop. That's something I found a lot of people with personal branding wanted. So I now include that as well. Okay. I see. Gotcha. Someone asked me in the chat room, just real quick. I'm, I'm curious how you do this as well is do I sell black and white versions of an image separate from the color versions of an, of an image? And I actually do. And, and the, I always include three to four photos in there, you know, the, all, of all the photos that I'm showing that are in black and white. The reason I do that, sometimes people choose, you know, if they don't get the biggest package, they don't get all the black and whites, but sometimes people choose just the black and white version. But if they want the black and white and the color, that's considered two photos unless they get the biggest package. So if I'm like, well, if you go up to the the 20 photo package, you get the color and the black and white of the 20. And they're like, oh, right. Okay. So for me, I use it as a way to upsell. But do you include black and whites in any of your packages? I do. It's actually in my middle and my top package. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. And then for online viewing, do you have, like, do you do a slideshow during your reveals or do you do any sort of, you know, like, how do you present the photos really? Yeah. So my normal process is we do the Animoto. A lot of times I always do like the behind the scenes videos and a lot of my clients say like, oh my gosh, you're so sneaky. I didn't even know you were doing that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I play the Animoto and then we go through their photos Something I like to do is when they come in person, if I'm not doing a Zoom reveal, it's in my home. We sit on my couch together and I airplay it to my TV so we can both look at it on the big TV together, which is really nice. And when they start narrowing down the photos, I always try and frame it so that they're not eliminating things because they're nitpicking or saying, oh, I don't like that about myself. I say like, tell me which ones you love. And so we can focus on the positive instead of getting into this like spiral of like maybe something they didn't like. Right, right. So someone asked in the chat, is it hard to sell something that's not edited yet? So doing a a photo viewing or photo reveal with unedited photos, do you edit yours or do you do it unedited? I always edit them. So they do see them fully edited. Yeah, I do the same. And I don't think that people are necessarily really great at, at seeing a finished product And I don't know, there's just something that really terrifies me about not showing a fully edited photos. But then there are some people who do same day viewings who are very successful at it. Like Hadanika is one of our episodes on the portrait system. And she talks about how she does same day viewings and it works really, really well for her. So, and I know Sarai, she's episode number one of the portrait system. She does for her personal branding. She also does 
same-day viewings. So I think it's just personal preference. I have not gone that way, and I'm okay with that. I think the reason that people do do that is because it saves all that, that time on editing where you know already that they are going to purchase these 10 photos or these six photos or these 12 photos, and you only need to retouch those. So it does save time and money. I personally pay someone to retouch all of the photos that I show. I end up showing between like 23 and 30, depending. So I have to send all of those out to my retoucher and pay for all of those to be retouched. So I can see why people choose to do it the other way. But I personally am just, I, I love doing it that way. I want to show a finished product. So that's personally why I do it. I agree. And I think that I always told people, um, you know, the photos that you don't buy today are still here later if you want to come back and buy them. Mm -hmm. So it's nice kind of for them to know in the back of their mind, there's these finished photos that they could pay for and buy later on. Yep. That's a really, really good point. Someone also asked if when I'm doing a printed viewing, if I print out some black and white, and the answer is yes. I usually print out two or three black and white photos when I'm doing a full you know, a full portrait session. Definitely for sure. But with with the times that we're in right now, it has been a long time since I've done a printed reveal because people, you know, want to spend less time in person and more time online. So I've definitely been doing most or if not all of my viewings lately with Zoom. And someone asked earlier in the chat if there are programs other than Zoom to do the photo viewing online. And I used to use Skype. Skype was my jam until... COVID hit. And then the whole world was starting to use Zoom. And I figured, well, if everyone already uses is using Zoom and knows Zoom, I may as well just switch over to Zoom. So that's why I did that. But there are so many great screen sharing programs out there. As long as you can share your screen with them and they can hear you and you can hear them. And if you can see, you know, see each other, then it doesn't really matter what program you use as long as you're comfortable with it. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's just important to have it so that you're both able to chat together versus totally. sending like a contact sheet or something like that. Totally. So on the topic of retouching, someone asked who I use as a retoucher and they'd love to find someone for that aspect of your business. I'll tell you what, having a retoucher has been a lifesaver for me. And if you go into the Sue Rice Education Facebook page, there is a file in the file section. If you click on files, you'll see retouchers, you'll see copywriting services, everything is listed there. So there are so many amazing SBE members who are also retouchers. And it's just all about finding someone whose style meshes with you. And then some retouchers will only do specific things. They'll only do skin and, you know, maybe flyaways in the hair. Some retouchers will also do the background. They'll do body warping if needed, like that sort of thing. So it's just all about finding someone, you know, who who works well with you and your style. Do, do you use a retoucher? I do. Yeah. It really has helped streamline my process so that I'm able to deliver on time and I'm not spending, you know, too long retouching. I can get out there selling. Yeah. 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 For sure. Someone asked if it helps to shoot raw and JPEG and only show the, show the JPEGs if you're doing a same day viewing. That's a question I want to encourage you to ask in the Facebook group because I just, I don't know the answer because I just don't do same day and I know Rachel doesn't either, but I would think that it would be helpful. But that's something you can definitely ask in the Facebook group for sure. So when you were first starting out, Rachel, I guess maybe not when you're first starting out, but now for some people who are just starting out in this whole, you know, selling experience, what would you tell people? Hmm. I think that there's a few things that have really stuck with me, like a few little, you know, quotes over the years. I think it was Tammy who said, a no is just a not yet. Yeah. So don't take no's personally. Just treat every client like they could come back. 
leave them on a good note, serve them before they're even your client. Definitely make sure you're not being confusing. So remember, a confused mind says no. Make sure to limit options. And really, at the end of the day, I think I really believe business is just a journey of self. So, you know, the more you value yourself and your work and honestly, the photography community as a whole, you know, you're doing us a service by having professional pricing. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind as you move forward. Yeah, that's a really, really good point is we need to hold ourselves accountable to a certain standard in the photography community. And, you know, if you are just charging a couple hundred bucks for this full service, not only are you going to burn yourself out and you're not going to be sustainable, but you're not helping out your peers. I mean, it's, and and it's not like this is a competition. There are enough clients for all of us. So it shouldn't be about competition. It is just about remembering, again, it just always goes back to that self-value. Like, why would you try to undercut yourself? Why would you try to burn yourself out? Like you just, you have to work through that whole process for sure. Okay. So on the the personal branding front, someone said, when you do personal branding shoots, do you stick with a single background or do you switch through a few and do clients have a preference? What's it, what's your experience been like, Rachel? Well, when I do branding, I definitely, during the consultation, talk about what their branding colors are so that, um, you know, especially if they're setting up a website, we want to make sure that the colors I use during the shoot and even the colors of their clothing are going to match their branding. So I like to keep that in mind. I do switch it up. I mostly shoot on a white wall. That's just, you know, the freshest, cleanest thing. People love it for a website. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I paint custom colors if I want to match someone's logo or they really, really love that idea of having that. So I switch it up depending on the outfit and to get variety. Yeah, yeah. I do the same. I do the same. And again, the more variety I have, the more I'm going to sell. So that's why I got really quick at shooting. And this goes for family, you know, sessions, mother and daughter sessions in the studio. I'm telling them bring, you know, we can go through four looks for mother and daughter because typically people won't not purchase at least two from, from an outfit. You know, that's just always how it works. So as far as backdrops go, I do try to mix it up to get a variety. But like you said, Rachel, if someone's branding is very light and airy, I'm not going to do a ton of photos on a black backdrop. I'm just, that's just not going to match with their branding. But I do try to mix it up. So I've got, I use a white wall backlight. I've got black, navy, gray, just like a medium gray. I've got ivory. I have a soft pink. I have a like greenish gray and I have, I have some other random like brighter colors too that I don't use as often, but I find the colors I use the most is the white, gray, black, backlight, navy. People really love the navy. And then let's see what else. And the pale pink, that's always a big winner too. It's almost like a blush color. People tend to like that. What are, what are your, I know, I know you said the white, but what are your other go-tos? I do use the white a ton, but I also have a gray and a pink. I probably, oh, I also have this really pretty, it's like a powder blue, which looks really pretty with the pink. So if that fits Mm -hmm. into their branding, I use both. It's, yeah, Yeah. I think you do have to pay attention to what their branding is, but um, yeah, I like the pink and the blue. Yeah, yeah. I love my powder blue, but sometimes it turns my white balance like red, like their skin turns red. I need to work on that and just set a custom white balance for that when I do it. Mm. Okay. So let's see. Someone said, 
I'm in the early stages of starting my business. When you print 23 plus photos and the client chooses 20, for example, the client sometimes will ask, what do you do with the printed photos that they didn't purchase? Oh man, I feel like this question gets asked quite a bit. And well, not, I'm sorry, photographers just starting out ask this question quite a bit. And it's pretty simple. I just say, I'm holding on to them in case you change your mind for later and you want to come back and buy more. And then it plants the seed that they can come back and buy more. <laughs> what about you? Has that, have, has anyone asked you that? Yeah. I mean, I have <laughs> like a shelf full of ones from when I was doing printed reveals. But honestly, like I rarely do them now because I do focus on the personal branding. But if someone asked, I would just say, I'm just holding on to it for you, not getting rid of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, someone's asking, I want to rebrand my photography and I'm wondering if you can give me some tips. Okay, I just real quick, I want to answer this. And it goes back to what Sue said about selling what you love. So what do you want to rebrand to you? Do you want to be, you know, a portrait photographer who specializes in mother and daughter shoots? Do you want to do personal branding? Do you want to do 50 and fabulous? What is it that you want to shoot? And start from there. Start filling your feed with photos from shoots that you truly want to book. You know, sometimes that means doing portfolio shoots that you're not trying to make money on. You're doing it specifically to build your portfolio. I know when I was first starting out, that was my goal was to build my portfolio. Because how do you sell photos Or how do you book sessions if you don't have anything to show people? So get people in the door. And if you're having a hard time getting people in for free, oh man, then we have to go back to the basics. Like what are you saying to people that is turning them off from wanting to do even a free photo shoot with you? So again, it all goes back to when you're rebranding, who are you trying to attract? What are you trying to book most of and start there? And also like if you really love the sort of, you know, more modern, like white and black look on the website, you know, clean lines and that sort of thing, you're more likely to attract the client who has that similar style. And not always, you know, but but a lot of the times that's the case. So think about, again, who do you want to attract? Shoot what you love, show what you love. And then you're likely so much more able to sell in, at a higher average because it is something that you love. So did you, I think, didn't you do a rebranding at some point, Rachel, through this process? I just like really leaned more into doing the personal branding. I think in the beginning, I I also wanted to, you know, do families and portrait and glamour. And I think the more I leaned into one thing, especially because I felt like I could speak such value to it, the more my business grew. Yeah, yeah. Someone said that they want to rebrand to fine art children. And if that's the case, man, start filling your portfolio with with children. And Sue actually has a video on the website, on the SBE website called Couture Kids. So that's a really great video to start with. But if if that's the brand that you want to have, that's really what you should be showing. Don't show weddings. Don't show headshots. You know, if you want to focus on fine art children, then that's what you need to start showing. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. So if you, I know you don't sell a whole lot of prints because you do a lot of the personal branding, but has anyone asked you if they could just print their own photos to save money? No, I feel like, I don't know if it's just because I have a really informative PDF and Mm -hmm. I walk people through the process so much, but I feel like I don't get a lot of those types of questions. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. If you set people up from the start that these prints are an amazing quality, you're not going to find this at Costco. You're not going to get this, you know, at, I almost just said Kmart. Is Kmart even a business anymore? At Target, poor Kmart. Anyway, you know what I mean? It's like, If you set the stage and show people your samples and everything, 
and even have some prints at the at the reveal so they can see the really great quality, they're likely not going to ask that. I mean, it's it's all about how you set the tone. And also, I feel like when you educate people and you build this relationship with them, they're not just trying to like cheap out and and you know not spend the money on prints. Like I feel like it all goes back to spending that time during the consultation, during the photo shoot, you know, leading up to it and, and, you know, even connecting with them through social media and commenting on their stuff. And I mean, all of it is relationship building in the end. So much of it is, is really dependent on that. I think. A hundred percent. I think also having um, reviews in your PDF and all of your information on your website is such a huge thing. You know, ask clients at the end of their experience, I have a form I send them to fill out so that I can get the review. Otherwise I feel like people usually aren't going to remember to do that on their own. And when people are reading through their PDF or your PDF and they see how many people loved your service, that's going to help sell it too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Testimonials are so great. And, and again, I'm like, I always say there's a video for that. Every time I talk about something, there's always a video for that on SBE. There is a testimonial video on the website. And there's also the asking for the referral. That is another huge thing is people want to know how do you market yourself? And I mean, there's lots of ways that you can market yourself and we do have the marketing intensive. So make sure you watch that. But asking for the referral is huge. My, my business is basically referral based at this point. Like there's not a whole lot that I, that I still do. Like I don't go to a lot of networking meetings anymore. It's just the referrals keep coming. I'm curious, Rachel, do you ask for the referral or, and what's your process for that? Well, I do write them a handwritten card. So I do say in that card, your referral is the biggest compliment in the world to me. Um, It would mean so much to me. But I do think a lot of it is that relationship building. Um, Yeah, I think you, you let them know it would mean a lot to you. And if they had a great experience with you, then they'll likely do it. Yeah, yeah. Someone just made the comment, I rarely have people come back. So I started deleting photos after three months and wants to know if anyone else says that. I want to discourage you from doing that. I'm not sure who said that in the chat, but I want to discourage that. I think what happens is sometimes people forget that when a client was a client once, if they were happy, they can be a client again if you encourage it. You can go back through through to your, your whole client list that you had before, reach out to them, offer them a $100 off gift voucher for their next shoot. Let them know that you are selling wall portraits for Mother's Day and here's a $50 gift voucher or a $100 gift voucher or something. I feel like people just like drop off their clients. Like, oh, they were my client once and we're done and move on. Like these people have already paid you. They know your pricing. They know what you do. They know the experience. Those are the easiest clients to have book again. Actually, the last, I just did a a trip back to Seattle not too long ago and all six of the shoots that I did in that two and a half days were all repeat clients, except for one. I had one senior that I hadn't done before, but so five out of those six were repeat clients. So I want to encourage you, if you don't have people ever coming back to rebook you, you have to think about why is that? Are you not staying in touch? Are you not, you know, whether it's through just making a comment on their social media, like, you know, just reaching out to them every so often with, even if you do like a blanket email to your clients, you know, just something to keep you top of mind when they need photos again. Definitely. I've had a lot of repeats in my business. And I think it's just because like I become a super fan because they have small businesses. Mm -hmm. And I kind of almost think of my marketing budget as I invest in their services. So if they own a store, I try and shop there. If they offer a service, I try and experience it at least once. I think staying in touch is a really, really important part of this. 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It, it is. It's, it is. It's, it's, I mean, all the things that we talk about are important and I know it can get overwhelming with all of the different things to keep in mind, but once you get a system going and you do it a couple times, it just becomes seamless. It really, really does. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for spending time with us today. You're welcome. And just sharing. Someone did ask if you could share your PDF. I wonder if you'd be comfortable sharing some of that in the Facebook group. If you would screenshot it and and share it in the Sue Rice Education Facebook group, that would be great. Where can people find you online? Yeah, so my business is called Lively Creative Co. I'll share that with the PDF that I'll post in the group. Um, I'm on Instagram mostly, and uh, my website is livelycreativeco.com. And I'm really excited. I hope if you watch today, you'd reach out and connect with me. I'd love to chat. Awesome. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you again, and I will see you online and in the Facebook group and hopefully in person (laughs) at some point again since you're just over the bridge from me in Windsor. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. And thank you to Jasmine Newton as well. Make sure you check out Jasmine, Javon, Renee. Her work is amazing. Rachel's work is amazing. Yeah. Thank you both for being here with us. Okay. So a couple things before I let you go. You don't have to necessarily master everything to start selling, but you have to define what your pricing and product is. If you don't have a price list, if you don't have products to offer, if you don't have a portfolio, how are you going to sell? Like these are things that you so, so, so need to get into place. So make sure you're taking one step forward. All of that doesn't need to happen in one day. Take one step forward each day. I swear the next thing you know, you're just going to be like miles ahead than you were before. I've been there in your shoes. It's all about taking one step forward and ask yourself, what is it that you need to shift in order to be sustainable? in order to start selling so that you can be sustainable? What is it that you personally need to shift? You know, we've given you a lot to think about today. Sue always gives you so much to think about. Make sure you watch all of those videos in week four if you haven't yet. Sue covers the networking, the consultation, the actual photo shoot, the reveal, and asking for the referral. Plus there's the sales intensive. There is manifestation. If you're still struggling with that self-value, manifestation is such a great one to watch on SBE. Also, the money wheel of misfortune is one of the videos that changed my life. It changed me from having lots of debt to having lots of savings. I can't encourage you enough to, to watch and listen to those things. Next week is week five. I'm so excited to be back with you. No, actually, next week is the Portrait Masters Conference. What am I What am I talking about? We're taking a week off for the Portrait Masters Conference. I'll be hosting with Sue Bryce in LA. I get to fly down there and be with her. We're going to do it all safely. It's going to be so much fun. And please, if you have not got your ticket yet, make sure to do so. We're going to be doing Zoom happy hours. We're going to be doing shootouts, Canon shootout, Nikon shootout. It's going to be with like amazing photographers who are shooting the same model in different ways. So for example, the Canon shootout has four Canon shooters, Lara Jade, Carl Ferguson, Peter Hurley, and Susan Stripling are all shooting the same model and then seeing what they can come up with, like based on their style. So it's just going to be so much fun. The speakers are incredible. We have Tabitha Coffey. We have Jerry Gionis. Gionis, I always say his last name wrong. We have so many amazing things to talk about and speak about. Okay. So before I go, do you have any other questions for me? Is there anything else that you want to ask about when it comes to sales or just the 12 week startup process? You know, feel free to ask a couple, I've got a couple more minutes. So if you want to ask any other 
questions. I also want to encourage you too to listen to the podcast. You guys have been so, so great to me with that. I get so many just really nice compliments about it. And to be able to share other people's stories who have just grown, you know, exponentially from just learning the education and taking the step forward and doing the work to be able to share these stories have been absolutely incredible. It's just, it makes my heart so happy. And also I have to say a special hello to someone, to Arthur. Arthur is out there and he is one of our member's sons who is watching. And he, this is, I know this is very, very special to say hi to Arthur. So I'm going to do that for you today. All right. So any other questions out there? Let's see. Is there, okay, someone's saying, just saying hello. This has been the best idea, Nikki and Sue, doing the lives for the 12-week thing. Thank you. Thank you for listening and being here. We really, really appreciate it. You're great, Nikki. Oh, thank you. So glad you're in this new role and teaching. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's really fun. It's been really, really fun for me to be here with you today and um, every week. It's just, it's a really fun place for me to be. So let me see. I'm just making sure that there is... Okay, so what is coming up today is at noon, at 12 o'clock Pacific time, Sue is going to be announcing the awards. She's going to be doing the top 20 galleries from this round. It's going to be absolutely incredible. It's just always so exciting to see. I like wait on, and I wait on pins and pins and needles to see, you know, who's going to win and, and just seeing the top 20 photos. It's always so inspiring. If you're just tuning in and you missed Week four sales from the 12 week startup, we had to move it back an hour early um, because of the awards announcements and having to switch over and get everything tech ready. So if you miss this, don't worry, it's recorded. Everything is always recorded, everything we do, and it is archived onto the website. If you click on the startup section on the SBE website, everything will be there. It usually takes about 24 hours to get it to get it up and loaded. So if you don't see it right away, that's why. Okay, let's see. Someone said, enjoyed it so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, awesome. Well, thank you again to everyone who is here with us and, you know, joining us and and just, you know, supporting Sue Bryce Education. And we're, we're just always so proud of you guys when you just move forward and you take step forward. Again, post in the Facebook group, share your successes with us. If you're struggling, let us know why. How can we help you through it? We're here for you. You know, the goal is is for you to have a sustainable, profitable business, and you totally can, can do it. Also, 2 o'clock p.m., there is a conference walkthrough. So I believe that's going to be in the Facebook group, or is, it might be here. Hang on, let me get confirmation on where that where that's going to be. But there is going to be a conference walkthrough to show you exactly what is going to happen for the Portrait Masters Conference next week, September 21st through the 23rd. Oh, it's going to be so fun. Sue and I were like, we need to plan our outfits. What are we going to wear? Like, it's been so long since I've actually dressed up that I was like, I got to think about like <laughs> what I'm going to wear. So it's really exciting. Okay. So the, at 2 PM Pacific time, the conference walkthrough is going to be in the Portrait Masters 2020 Facebook group. You can only be in that Facebook group if you have your ticket. So make sure that you have your ticket purchased, join the Facebook group, the Portrait Masters Conference 2020. Ah, oh, it's going to be so awesome. Yeah, that's going to be in that Facebook group. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm getting, I'm looking at my notes here. I just want to make sure that they aren't telling me to announce anything else. Okay, all right, I think we're good to go. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the week. 
So excited for next week. Please, please join us for the Portrait Masters Conference. If you don't know George Varanakis, he is like, you just, you have no idea what he is putting together for you guys. It like brings pure joy to him to put all of this together for you, to make it as fun as possible. George's Bar is going to be there usually in person. We have George's Bar every year and it's so, so sad we're not going to be in person, but that's okay. We're going to be in Zoom. We're still going to have our parties. We're still going to do the after hour, you know, happy hour. And all of the incredible speakers this year, you guys, Susan Stripling, I'm totally drawing a blank. But anyways, I've been interviewing them for the Portrait System podcast too. If you want a little teaser about each speaker, they will be on there. Mark Seliger, there's just tons and tons and tons of amazing, amazing stuff. Sue will, of course, do her keynote. Okay. Also, oh, one more thing. There's going to be a live into the members group at 2.30 p.m., the members Facebook group, just for a fun Facebook live questions about the conference. You'll be in costume. Oh my gosh. I think Sue just said they're going to be in costume. (laughs) Oh, that's so awesome. So yeah. So 12 o'clock is the awards announcement. Two o'clock in the Portrait Masters Facebook group, conference 2020 Facebook group is the conference updates and the conference walkthrough. 12 or 2.30 in the members is a Facebook live, just questions about the conference and they will be in costume. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So I think that is everything. All right. Awesome. Thanks again, you guys. Take care and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening today to the Portrait System Podcast. If you like what you heard, we would really love for you to leave us a five-star review either on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And I really, really want to encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com. Over there, you can find all of the education you need to become a successful photographer. It's only $35 and there are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 12-week startup program that I love. And there are posing downloads, lighting downloads. I mean, truly everything to help make you not only a better photographer, but to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.